Well, hello, listeners. This is me, your friendly neighborhood alcoholic, Sophie. (laughs) And then also my very good, one of my best friends. I've known her since I was 10 years old and she was 13 years old, which makes us both old because we've now known each other for about 30 years. Jesus Christ. I know. And her name is Heather Marie. Yay. Mm. It's mm-hmm. not really mm-hmm. Marie, though, but that's a secret. Yeah, that's right. It's not. It's just a, a cute little pet name I have for her. Because, you know, when you get to know somebody and you really like them, you tend to come up with a bunch of nicknames for them. Like one of mine that was given to me by the family, her family, is uh, Opie Cunningham. Like from Happy Days. Opie Cunningham. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. You're Opie and you're also Sofa. Mm-hmm. Sopa Pia. Mm-hmm. Soap Top Stuffing. Probably other ones. I should ask Tyler what he calls you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've not. heard. Oh, yeah. Well, if he ever has the courage and I'm calling you out right now bro oh he doesn't listen to this what what how unsupportive I mean he's like I've heard you and Sophie talk enough times I don't need to hear it again <laughs> no, bull, bull crap that's not I the know. point I know. um he's, he's yeah just so weird. well whether he hears this or not I'm still gonna call him out okay if I'll he ever has know. Yeah, if he ever has the courage to come on here, you know, then maybe he could tell us what his nickname for me is. But um, the other nickname I've had, and there are among many, is, uh, and, and I personally like this one, is, um, it. I think it's Sopalopagus. Ooh. Like Snuffleupagus. Mm-hmm. From Sesame Street. I thought that was hilarious. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. So how are you? How's things? Well, medically, it's been a nightmare. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just dealing with, um, you know, specialists and requesting intermittent time off through the Family Medical Leave Act and... Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Um, you know, not having my meds, and then um, finding out that one of them is a narcotic, and going through withdrawal. Oh, good. And and I was a hot mess. I did I did not know that it's not a benzo and it's not a opioid, but it is. They do consider it like a schedule five. Hmm medication like it's low chance of getting addicted but there are withdrawal symptoms and things like that and it was it was not fun but the the positive side recently other than all my medical crap because I got I also got some bad news um I guess I'll share about it um it turns out that I do have the genes for aortic aneurysm so it's possible that my aorta can tear and I'll just 
bleed into my chest. I would prefer it if you didn't do that, honestly. <laughs> Thanks. Can I make a request <laughs> yes, that you don't do that? <laughs> to the universe, yeah. Yes. yeah like, like, dear Excuse whatever. Me. Yeah. That's rude. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah, that was really sad. And then, like, also to find out from the genetic counselor that um, there's another gene that I have, which might be a funky one. And so now I have to go do more testing and do a chromosome microarray oh. to, to see uh, deeper into the problem, to see if it may be a contributing factor mm-hmm. to what's going on with me. It may or it may not, but that's why they need to look deeper and figure that out. And then, um, yeah, so I had a lot going on in one weekend and I realized I wasn't really present at work. Mm -hmm. Um, and it wasn't fair to my clients or to myself. And so I did some self care and I took a few days off and I'm really glad I did that because I got to go to the fruit loop just South of hood river and go to these, fruit orchards and lavender farms and neat little places to visit along the route. And then um, on the way back, I stopped by the Bonneville Dam and visited Gramps, is what I call him. But his name actually is Herman the Sturgeon. And um, at the fish hatchery there. And I'd never been to the fish hatchery. Oh, really? Yeah. I, like, I think I was supposed to go to the fish hatchery when I was a kid, but I got in trouble or I didn't do what I was supposed to do or something. So I didn't get to go mm-hmm. along for the field trip when I was a kid. That seems legit. <laughs> sounds like Sophie's story uh, of Sophie's yeah, life. Sounds like something you would do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I'm not one to talk. You know, I did... <laughs> I did get expelled from ninth grade for defiance. So, you know, whatever. Anyway, so you went to the fish hatchery. Yeah, and I saw Herman the Sturgeon. I'd cool. never met him. And he's 80-something years old, and he's yeah. gigantic and terrifying. Because, yes. like, their eyes look kind of milky, almost like they have... Like they're blind or they have cataracts or something. Yeah, they're scary. And so when they, so when they swim, and they look like dinosaurs. But for some reason, it filled me with this childlike wonder. Yeah. And before I knew what his name was, I as he started swimming around towards the windows where you can view them in their uh, their little water feature. Um, he started swimming around towards me, and I pointed right at him, and I was like. Gramps! Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like so stoked about him for some reason. Well, because sturgeons are cool. They're big They're and old and scary and weird. Yeah, they can grow to be uh, 20 plus feet long yeah. and what, well over 100 years old. Yeah. And um, it's, and it's they look fascinating. Scary. They, they are somewhat terrifying, yes. Yeah. Can you imagine if you were, like, swimming and you stepped on one? And it, like, swam up past you and it was, like, 20 feet long? 
<laughs> I mean, it wouldn't, like, do anything to you, I don't think, but it still would be, like, you know, a little I scary. Just, I, yeah, I just wouldn't want it touching my leg, you know, when yeah. I'm swimming in the Columbia River, just to have something giant swim past me and touch my leg, I would probably holler quite I loudly. don't like it when things touch my skin when I'm swimming. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I don't know. Did I tell you about on my, on my trip to North Carolina, mm -hmm. um, when we went floating in the bay? Mm-hmm. And, or in the sound. It's not a bay, it's a sound. Excuse me. Um... I don't know the difference. I, I, yeah, I don't want people in North Carolina to get mad at me. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Jake and I went floating because the water in the sound is like pretty calm. Like there's almost no current at all. But there was a little bit of a current and we were just floating for a while. And I looked up and realized that we had gone like pretty far away from the beach where we got into the water. And I was like, uh, shit, how are we going to get back? And so I just started, like, paddling my little donut back to the beach. And I was like, Jesus, this is going to take forever. And, um, and Jake, like, flipped up off of his floaty and just, like, stood up. And it was, like, barely to his knee. And, uh, because the, the water is, like two and a half feet deep for like hundreds of yards out into the sound you know like it's very shallow like you can almost walk across the whole thing to the mainland um and he was just like walking and I put my hand down to and there was like seagrass and everything and I was like Jesus Christ I'm not gonna walk through the seagrass and I was telling him about all the critters that live in the seagrass and how he's disrupting their nursery and you know as I was just tattling along trying to get back to the beach and it did take forever but I'm glad that I didn't have to have any seagrass touching me because I would die. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing you didn't float all the way to Portugal. All the way to Portugal. I know, that's <laughs> that's what we were afraid of. Um, I mean, we probably would have just ended up at a different part of North Carolina. Mm -hmm, um, probably. But, you know. You never know. You, you never know, and, uh, yeah. Because maybe another dimension would open up and just, you know, spit you out somewhere else. In Portugal. Yeah. But I did make the underwear shirt. Yeah, yes, you did. <laughs> you have seen pictures. I should post it on our Facebook page. Um, <laughs> it's so great. Oh, my God. And I, I have more underwear. I mean, we could, like, make them into merch, you know? We could, like, design a logo and, like, screen print them onto the little panties and all just... And we didn't have scissors, and so Jake had this, like, big buck knife, and he just, like, stabbed the crotch of the panties and, like, pulled the knife down. Like, that's how we cut our our holes for our heads to go through. <laughs> so, you know, they're not, like, cleanly cut or anything. They're just, like, torn with a huge buck knife. Um, 
Yeah. So that's how our t-shirts should be. That's and how it was so funny because I know <laughs> it was funny because it was like the last night that we were camping and we mm -hmm. had just met our neighbors across the way and they invited us over to like sit and talk and everything but I was so tired so I just it was like Jake you just go over there and I'm gonna sit here and be weird and um and he just wore his little underwear shirt over there and was like hanging out with him for like two hours <laughs> just sitting there and they didn't say anything about it <laughs> you know it's just like this is isn't this how normal people act and then I wore mine like the whole next day you know, it was very much like a sports bra, but when I, because in the picture that you saw, um, I had my bra on underneath mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. and then when I took the bra off, like in the, in the morning, because um, I didn't sleep with my bra on, but I slept with the weird tidy whitey shirt on, mm -hmm. and I woke up and I went to the bathroom and I looked in the mirror and it was like all you could see were nipples. Because <laughs> that, you know, the fabric is so thin and white. So I was like, okay, this is not a no bra situation. This is definitely, right. I need to wear a bra with this. And, you know, mm -hmm. um, I guess, I mean, I don't have to. I could have made Or that. you could have blacked them out or like put little cross, cross, uh, what is it, electrical tape, black yeah. electrical tape. And like I, do a little X on each booby nipple thing oh i think that we even had electrical tape i mean we could make so many different designs sophie like the world is our oyster with these underwear shirts yeah and with our business plan yes <laughs> yes i'm not sure which step underwear shirts is i is think it, it's five is it after we do cold reading <laughs> absolutely <laughs> okay <laughs> I just, I don't want to mess Absolutely. up the order, you know, I don't want to ruin our, our plan here, so. Right. Well, we'll have to probably go back through the episodes, but I think, it, I, I think it's, num it would be number five on our list, because mm -hmm. I think that initially we came up with three, and then all of a sudden, later on, we came up, oh, we need to do this, and so it became a fourth one, and then yeah. this one is the fifth one, I think. Oh, God. I could be wrong. I mean, Dear listeners, please correct me. If I'm wrong, uh, or don't correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Just let me live in ignorance. It's All fine. of our three listeners, please tell us what our business plan was, because we <laughs> never wrote it down because we're not smart enough. Um, <laughs> anyway, back to your story about the fish hatchery, or were you done? No, that was the, the, uh, the, that was a lovely uh, that was a lovely interruption. I loved hearing about oh. that. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess, like, the positive side of everything mm -hmm. is, I guess, just knowing how dependent on medication that I am for my ailments. Yeah. Um, and how important it is to stay on top of it and have it be well-managed. So I transferred pharmacies. Thank God, they seem to be a much better pharmacy, um, even though that created its own problem. But eventually that got resolved. And then um, trying to remember what else ha is new. Um, probably a boatload of things, but 
I can't remember. I know. It's been a while since we recorded. I mean, Indeed. we've talked since then, obviously. We had a sleepover, mm -hmm. which was excellent. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, we haven't recorded for a while, so I was like... You know, and then we had all those technical difficulties before we started recording, because all of a sudden mm -hmm. my computer doesn't want to use the right fucking microphone. It's like, I didn't pay all this money for this microphone so that my computer could override it. Fuck <laughs> you! But we got it yeah. sorted out, because I'm some kind of technical genius. Mostly I just, like, clicked on a bunch of things and figured it out. Um Good. Oh my god, I'm taking a GIS class. Uh-oh. And, um, so, you know, it's like big computerly stuff. And, um... Is that the technical term for it? Yeah. And, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, we're, this is the first week of classes, you know, so we had to do this, like, tutorial kind of situation to figure out how to use all the software and all the cool things it can do. And, um, oh, my computer, my current laptop is old and it doesn't have enough RAM or a good enough video card to download the software that I need. So instead, I have to like log on to this virtual desktop through Oregon State University and use the software on that desktop. Oh, that's cool that they have that option for it's you. It's very cool, but, you know, it's like the server that's on campus, and so if a lot of people are using computers on campus, it gets real slow and mm. gets real weird. And so I was trying to do my first homework assignment and, like, everything was totally fine until I got to this one point where it was like, you know, open the portal and find the things, and, like, the portal wouldn't open. And, like, no matter what I did, I could not get it to open. And I, like, restarted the program, I restarted my computer, I, you know, restarted my life, like, everything. And uh -huh. it would not open, and so I just cried. And I don't, I don't blame you. I could not figure out what the problem was, and so I sent my professor a long, rambling email about why I cry all the time and all the things. And um, she was really cool about it. She was like, you know, just take a step away, take a break. <laughs> Do not attempt it again until you feel like you've calmed down. <laughs> and uh, she was like, it sounds like what is happening is a problem with the, the server of the software. Mm -hmm. And not anything that I was doing wrong. And, um, but of course I felt like, oh, I'm stupid. Because I went through the discussion board and like nobody else wrote about how they had that problem, so I was like, I must just be an idiot. No. I'm stupid. But then I went to sleep and tried it in the morning, and it worked. 
Good! And I didn't do anything different than I had tried before, so I think that it was the thing, the server, that she said. Um, That's frustrating, though. I hate it when that crap happens. Technical difficulties drive me insane. Yeah, it's so frustrating. And, like, you know, I'm not, like, a computer genius. Um... But I do spend a lot of time on computers, and so I feel like I'm pretty good at just kind of clicking a bunch of things and figuring shit out. But sometimes right. that gets you further away from where you need to be. <laughs> yeah. And that's when you just have to, like, turn everything off, shut everything down, and just, like, go eat a snack or something. Just, like, fuck you. Or you take your laptop and you throw it in the street. Yeah, there you go. Which Break it. I might do that at some point. Um, yeah, we should do that office space style when oh, you do get your new laptop. Yes. You should take it out into a field and listen to gangster rap music and then beat it with a bat. That would be amazing. Mm hmm. We should do that. I'm into it. That's, is that on our business plan? Yes, that's part <laughs> of the business sick. plan. Um, I also have computer. a printer that, that needs to be taken care of. My printer is. It was like, you're out of yellow ink. And so I replaced the yellow ink. And it was like, please replace the yellow ink. And I was like, I fucking did. And so I took it out and put it back in. And it was like, you're out of yellow ink. Please replace the yellow ink. And I was like, fuck you. And so I put the empty one back in. And it was like, um, like it said something about the cartridge was unrecognizable. <laughs> And I was like, this is the one I just took out. Because all I was trying to do, I didn't even need to print in color. I was trying to do the thing where you can, like, override the color and just print in black and white, grayscale, right. you know? Which right. normally, you can just do that. It's like a click of a button. But it would not go past this screen on the printer that it could not recognize the ink cartridge. And so I, like, switched them all around, like, all the different colors, and, like, and nothing, nothing worked. I couldn't even get to the scan function. And it's like, what if I don't even need the ink? Why can't I even scan? And it just, it will not move past this, this thing. It hates the yellow ink cartridge. I don't know what the problem is, but I'm just like, this is why... This is a lesson that we all need to learn. This is why you don't get the cheapest thing available at the store. When you're right. dealing with any technological item, you know, like a computer, a printer, you know, a dishwasher, whatever the fuck it is, like don't get the cheapest one. At least get mediocre. Yes. Like get a, a step or two up above. Yes. You can. And like, Even though it might be more expensive, it'll save you money later on. Right. And so, like, I complain about my laptop, but, mm -hmm. you know, it's over six years old, and it works just fine. Like, sometimes it's slow, and it won't, it, like, will not load Zoom anymore. Um, or it has a situation like it did earlier with <gasps> the microphone and the headphones. I think that that was Skype, actually. Really? Yeah, you blame Skype. Skype? Skype kept yelling at me, like, um, you changed your microphone, you changed your headset, you changed the, what, <laughs> and I was like, 
And oh, so really? it, it was on Skype that I had to change the settings. So oh, I blame Skype. So anyway, my laptop is over six years old, which is really old for like a, not the bottom of the barrel of laptops, but just like a couple steps above that. Mm -hmm. You know, six years is old for a computer. Yeah, it's relatively a dinosaur. Yeah, I get things, it. things are not built to last. Yeah, my Epson, my Epson printer is absolutely god-awful. Mm-hmm. Um, Mine's an Epson. What? Mine's an Epson. No wonder. Yeah, okay. maybe yeah. they'll sponsor Let's... us. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Dear <Yeah>. Epson, <laughs> fix your Please. shit. Yeah. And maybe we'll help you sell printers or something. I don't yeah. know. But anywho, um, yeah, my my Epson printer could probably be a part of the office space um, style montage of destroying office equipment. Mm -hmm. I'll bring my printer. You can bring your printer, and when you get a new laptop. Maybe we can destroy your old laptop. Probably what I'll really do, though, is take it to somewhere that will recycle it. Probably. Because there's a lot of valuable elements inside electronics. Uh, and, um, and they can be recycled. They can be disassembled. And the elements, the metals and stuff, can be taken out and reused. Okay, I realize that we have crossed a barrier into ethics for you, and so I will leave it alone. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, dear listeners, I hope you're still with us. We've got Ghost Hunters Season 1, Episode 10 coming up. We're going to do a review of that. I know, it's and the season one finale. Yes. And then also, I may even share a personal story. Oh, shit. Yeah. And uh, I, got some, I got some doozies. Mm. Yeah, and I can't wait until we start to interview people. Uh, I got a couple people lined up. It's going to be a surprise, Ooh. probably. We probably won't even make an announcement. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. That we are going to interview someone who has a Bigfoot story to share with us. And then also um, I found out, oh, yeah, my last weekend, I forgot to mention, one of my cousins died. I wasn't super close to him, but I am closer to his son. And I felt like I should go spend time with him and support him. And, um, so, uh, I, we got to talking and he was telling me some paranormal stuff that's been happening in his life since he was pretty young. And I was like, would you be on our podcast? And he said, heck yeah. So, Sweet. um, yeah, some paranormal stuff, stories coming our way as well. Nice. Well, I'm sorry about your cousin. Mm -hmm. It's okay. It was a bummer, but, um. You know, it was a beautiful bummer of a weekend in general. Mm -hmm. Just like everything kind of went to hell at once. Mm -hmm. And uh, luckily I had the presence of mind not to force myself to work 
during that time when I knew that it probably would have started coming out of me sideways um, or, you know, or lengthwise even maybe, I don't know, hmm. but it would, but it would come out, you know, yeah. and it would be, it would be a really, really huge turd, you know, like the kind you got to break up with the, the, the toilet knife. brush bef- yes, <laughs> before you flush it because yep. you're afraid it won't go down. <laughs> yes. That's what it would be. Oh, That's man. how it, yeah, very, I'm sorry if that was gross for you listeners, but like I had to, I absolutely had to. God, if they listen to us long enough, they're going to hear grosser things than that. That's for sure. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> the human body We're, is a magical thing. And it does it lots of terrifying and disgusting and wonderful things. Oh, yeah. Especially when it doesn't work right. Yeah. It's just a mess. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anywho, so, Heather. Yes, Sophie. Um, I am love you. My love you. Yay. Yay. I'm so happy you're in my life. Oh. My God, we've been friends for so long. Yeah. Next year will be 30 years. Mm-hmm. We should have a party. Yes. A 30-year like f- anniversary party. <laughs> Can we call it the friendiversary? Yes. Okay, cool. Obviously. <laughs> Obdi. Totes. I mean. <laughs> Anywho, yes, I, th- I think that would be great. I think that would be absolutely fantastic. And we should celebrate it, like, at the Hawthorne Theater and investigate it. Do a paranormal investigation after the party part. Oh, that would be, oh, that would be effing fucking amazing. Yeah, we should look into that. I'll see what I can do. Sweet. I'll, I'll try to pull some strings or something. Fun. Um. Anywho, so, Ghost Hunters season one episode ten. So in this episode, there really isn't any historical data, uh, as far as. Uh, the episode goes, there's two different investigations at two different residences. So we, except for mm, the first part, the first investigation, they did think that it was possible that there had been some sort of Native American massacre on the land before, and that was contributing to and maybe they had messed with some graves or something like that. And, um, that could have angered the spirits, so to speak. So, um, they believed, or at least the homeowner believed that it is, there is a negative entity, which means inhuman or inhuman spirit. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, from what she was describing about, you know, an invisible hand choking her and there being a weight on her husband's back, um, you know, 
I don't know if that necessarily classifies it as a demon per se. I'd, I'd say to me, that sounds more like just a, a bad ghost, like a person who was bad when they were alive and they were bad, bad after they died. That doesn't necessarily speak of a demon. I think also, if I may interject, I think also that, that lady, like, exaggerated a lot. Yeah. And um, so probably, you know, she saw, like, a pile of rocks on their property, and she was like, oh, this must be the site of an Indian burial ground. Right. And then, you know, like weird things happened and she like blows it out of proportion like they were pointing out that Steve said that he felt like a pressure or something and then later she was telling someone else that you know something jumped on his back and was you know yeah so it like already she took that thing that had just happened and was like exaggerating embellishing it, it. like yeah yeah so that's my that's my two cents. Yeah. Um I agree. Yeah, and I, I think that was kind of the um that was kind of the same sentiment that the ghost hunters came up with was just like they didn't get they didn't record any uh paranormal activity, no video, no mm -hmm. audio, no pictures or anything. Mm -hmm. They did see um an octopus, an octopus with a pricing gun. <laughs> he works at Target. <laughs> yes, I love that. Um, yeah, that was like I was like laughing so hard. I was like, yeah, that's my next tattoo. Yes, I know. Oh my god, that should be our matching tattoo. Um, an octopus with a pricing gun. Um, yeah, and then there was like a squeaking noise, but it was just the cat's little nose. And it and Grant tries so hard to figure out what that sound is, you know? He's just like, "What is that?" Like looking all around, and then he figures out it's that poor sleeping kitty. And it reminded me of my little Addie LaRue when I first brought her home and she was really sick and she like whistled when she breathed. <laughs> oh, poor babies. I know. Anyway, sorry. That, don't be sorry. That was so cute. Um, little cat's nose whistle. Mm -hmm. um, it was loud, too. Yeah, it was. Like, the cameraman was picking it up. Everybody, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I kind of felt like, and, and no offense to the homeowner, I'm sure she's a nice person. But it seemed like somebody kind of fed her head. Maybe it was a psychic or somebody or something she read where she interpreted all of a sudden she's some kind of expert sensitive, yeah. you know, because she was she was acting like, oh, all the activities died down and mm -hmm. I can't feel anything in the room. And it was like she was trying to guide. The house is gone. They're all gone. And how she kept saying, like, they're here. And then, like, nothing yeah. would happen. Right. Or, like, she said, he's here, and then nothing happened. And then later, at the reveal, she's like, well, I knew that they left. You know, and it's like, well, that's awfully convenient. That, like, as soon mm -hmm. as Taps gets there to investigate your house, you're mm -hmm. like, 
oh, all the ghosts are gone. Sorry, guys. You know, and then right, like, like, and then two hours later, all the activity starts up again like crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and her, I mean, her friend did say that she heard uh, people having a conversation in the other room. And so she just assumed that, like, her friend had the TV on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, and then the owner was like, oh, but I didn't have the TV on. But, you know, whose word do we have that she didn't? have the TV on. You know what I mean? Right. Like, because it seemed like she was really fishing and trying to get something to validate. You know, and, and, and who knows? Maybe she has had experiences, you know. Um, maybe she has had some things happen in the house that she's able to experience, but it's not really experienced by others, and that can be kind of invalidating. And so mm-hmm. she's, like, trying really hard to you know, not believe that she's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, like to have ghost hunters come all the way out to your house. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, I mean, that episode was more funny than scary. Yeah. For sure. Because, I mean, she's just, she's talking about all this stuff that happens that, you know, like, she heard music coming from her son's bedroom and no one was in there and she feels ghosts around all the time. And, you know, there's people talking and walking and moving things around the house, like, all the time. And, you know, she was smothered, she was choked. You know, just all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I don't know. I can't say that none of those things have happened to her. Um, mm-hmm. It's possible that those are true things in her experience, and that is valid. But she really did seem to, like, over-dramatize things. Like, just the way that she spoke and the way that she was like... He's here. You know, like, the big bad ghost is here, and then, like, nothing happened. Like, really? There's nothing Right. There. So, you know, I don't know. If she was looking for validation, she didn't get any. Um, because they didn't catch anything. And that doesn't mean that nothing is there. Right. That means they didn't find anything. So, you know, that's all they can say. Yeah, but even if she did really have those experiences, I mean, do you think that that would be an inhuman entity or a demon? Just based off of what she's saying? No. I don't think so either. No, because it just... I mean, it. the things that she reported are just kind of like run-of-the-mill... You know, like, I feel a presence. I feel like I'm being watched. I hear voices. I mean, those are so, like, you know, everyday kind of things that people report, you know? Like, I have heard on Ghost Hunters and other 
sources of like things happening that are like terrifying Mm -hmm. and you know like violent and Mm -hmm. you know so i i don't i don't think so and um it i mean none of the taps guys felt anything the whole time they were there you know they didn't feel they didn't experience anything so yeah I just, and sure, you could argue that, like, well, maybe whatever the entity is that's there knew that they were there and went away. You could, right. You could argue that. There's no way to prove or disprove that assertion. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. But to me, it just sounded like some pretty humdrum kind of things that she built up to be more than they were and then that other lady that was there who I guess was her aunt she kind of fed into that like they mm-hmm. fed off of each other and you know we're going to see that again on other episodes where people like feed off of each other and build things up into way more than what's really going on um, so I think there was some of that going little histrionics and I'm an expert just to let yeah. you know an expert in histrionics, because um, I did have a meltdown because my portal wouldn't open. <laughs> so, <laughs> just saying. I'm not judging yeah. these people, because, you know, they're probably fine, normal people. Um, yeah, but when it comes to normal or... Um, you know, when it comes to natural explanations, you know, for what's going on in that mm-hmm. house. Well, yeah, they, you know, they that... weren't able to, like, debunk anything. Right. You know, like, there was the one thing with the the big temperature drop mm-hmm. that Brian figured out, Brian Hanwha figured out was, like, in a straight line, which, you know, Grant was saying there could be something under the house there could be something over the house, like power lines, that would affect that thermometer in that way. And the mm-hmm. lady was like, there's nothing under the house. We checked. Mm-hmm. And it's like, did you, though? Like, are you... How much time are you spending under your house? Like, And maybe she did. I don't know. But just that she got, like, so defensive when he tried to put any other kind of explanation to mm-hmm. what was happening. Um... Because, I mean, we all know that, um, you know, like, EMF can mess with your head. And they didn't really get any high, like, EMF readings in that house. But, you know, yeah. there there are natural things in the world that can make you think that other things are happening. And right. as soon as Grant, like, even proposed any like well maybe she was like nope so (laughs) you know I don't think that she really was open to anything other than them agreeing with her right and I mean they were very as always they were very diplomatic about it and just like we didn't catch anything you know but hey if more stuff happens we'll come back yeah. That's their jam, you know? Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah. I did like her big glasses, though. <laughs> yeah. She was hip before they were hip. I know. She was... Actually... Yeah. I liked her glasses. They would not look good on me, but some mm -hmm. people can pull that shape off. Mm-hmm. So, just... I'm just saying. Hmm. So that's... Did you have anything else that you wanted to discuss uh, about that? Oh, the drama between Steve and Sherry. Oh, I and love the, the drama. I wrote it in all capital letters. The drama. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Tell us more. Oh, well, Sherry, who I have referred to in the past as Sherrickter. Um, yes. And I stand by that nickname. Um. <laughs> You know, she's been on a couple episodes, and there's some, like, flirting, and like, oh, are they dating? And now, on this one, it's like, you know, Jason and Grant were like, are they a thing? Or, you know, are they, are they going to be a thing? Like, what does that mean for TAPS? Can we even take them on investigations together? And it was like, you know, talk about building stuff up to be right. more than, you know, and then, like, they cut to, you know... Steve and Sherry in the car driving out to the investigation and they have this very awkward talk about what there's some chemistry we've been hanging out you know what's gonna happen you know like if they were together and then they broke up you know what does that mean for taps and I like how Jason was all worried like you know are we gonna lose Sherry, are we going to lose Steve? Are we going to lose both of them? You know, what would happen? And I'm just sitting here, like, content in my knowledge that, you know, Steve's not going anywhere, baby. <laughs> yeah, I don't, he's I'm, ours. I don't, know, I don't know what happened to Sherrickter. Steve's not going anywhere. So That's right. Um, you know, it just seemed like a lot of drama for drama's sake. Mm-hmm. Which I yeah. love. Right. But also, it's kind of pointless. And... I don't know. I guess it doesn't really add to the show. And I don't want to give any spoilers about season two, but we're going to see more of this type of drama from someone else. Oh, kitty! Yeah. <laughs> Dear listeners, if you heard a giant kathunk, that was, that was my cat. <laughs> um, jumped up on the desk and he, he was Aww. here for a second, but now he's, now he's gone. He's I'm sure he's handsome. very sad. What's that? I said he's very handsome. Aw, thanks. Yes, he is. He's a good boy. Yeah. <sighs> Anywho, yeah. Um, I don't know. My, my, I, I guess I can see where everybody's coming from about, you know, not wanting the, to cause dissension. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the same like, reason that you don't date your coworker. You right. Know? Exactly. And people do it anyway, and it works out, but sometimes it doesn't, and it goes real bad for everybody. Mm hmm. And so that is a concern, especially when you're dealing with somebody as awesome as Steve Gonzalez. You know, like you don't you don't want to mm -hmm. lose him over some drama. You know. Mm hmm. But they don't. They're not going to. So that's right. Because um, we know the future. Taps. We because we've been 
been watching a long time. Um, oh, there was one thing that Grant said um, during this, the first case that I really liked. Um, and this, I don't think this is an exact quote because I was writing as I was watching, but he says, uh. Bless you. <laughs> oh my God, that was so disgusting. That was nice. I apologize. Excuse me. Anyway, Grant didn't say that. Grant would never belch on the air like I would, because I'm terrible. Um, But he says something like, you know, you can hardly prove that something is there, let alone what its intentions are. And, (laughs) like, I think that that is a really good thing to keep in mind when you're talking about... um, you know, any paranormal activity. Like, I get really uncomfortable watching any show where they try to assign, like, a motivation to something. Right. Or even an identity. Right. You know, because there's no way to prove. Even if you're, like, doing, you know, like, knock two times for yes and one for, you know, like, there's those things where you're, like, communicating with a spirit or an entity or whatever. And they're answering your yes and no questions, and you're like, okay, well, you're a little boy, and you're, you know, seven years old, and, you know, all that stuff. There's no way to verify that. Mm-hmm. And so to go on and be like, well, there's a spirit of a little boy here, you know, I don't, I'm not, like, super comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Because there's no way to verify it. Because... Just like people on the internet can be whoever they want to be, you know, and Mm, pretend to be, you know, 16-year-old boys hitting on 15-year-old girls, and then you find out they're like 40, you know. Mm -hmm. You can be, like, on the internet or whatever, you can be whoever you want to be. And it's the same kind of thing. Like, when you can't see what is communicating with you, you can't verify who or what it is. Mm-hmm. And so to assign, like, motivation, like, this, you know, this thing, this entity or whatever is evil and wants to hurt you, it's like, well, you don't know that. Maybe it is not evil and just doesn't know how to get your attention other than being really fucking loud about it <laughs> and scaring you, <laughs> you know? Maybe that's not its intention. So let's, right. you know, let's... I get, I just get uncomfortable, you know, it's the whole thing with that guy on that other show, Most Haunted, who's always, like, getting possessed, and it's always William, and it's always, you know, he's angry, and it's like, you don't know shit, you know? hmm So, I just thought yeah. that was a really, I liked that, that Grant said. So I wanted well, to, that's, to point that's because, that out. Right, but that's also the, uh... The guy from Most Haunted was a cold reader. That's why <laughs> we were... That's why he's well, so awesome. Yeah, that's why he was part he, he was part and parcel of uh, inspiring us yes. to put that on our business plan yeah. for the future. Oh, yeah. He's a big inspiration for me. Mm-hmm. I think I might even get his haircut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I hope you do. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We should hang out for Halloween, and I'll be that guy, and you can be the girl with her big, huge eyes and blonde hair. 
I could easily do that. Just like put my eyeliner all the way down here so my eyes look really big. Yeah. Yeah. We could make this That'd... happen. And no one would know who we were except us. But I would just walk around and be like, <laughs> William is very angry. <laughs> and we would laugh and laugh and laugh and no one else would get it and it would be fine because that's been like our whole friendship. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Yay. Yep. Oh, okay. Is that is that all you need to say about about that about the the Johnsons house? Is is that all you have to say about the negative embassy? <laughs> For now, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, probably later. I might have more to say, like on okay. a different episode where it's more. You know. There's more, there's more demon talk, you know, <laughs> okay. I might have my demon moment, or maybe I'll have it later on this same episode. I don't know what's going to happen, but right now I'm yeah. just, it's just, ugh, I have a lot to say, as you know, because we just had a big talk about it, but All I've right. been thinking more about it, and I haven't mm -hmm. changed my mind. But I've just been kind of honing my beliefs, I think. Oh, you know, cool. fine-tuning what I really think. So, at some okay. point, everybody's going to know what I think about demons. Or inhuman yeah. spirits, or negative entities, or whatever the fuck you want to call them. Right. Okay. That um, sounds like a wonderful conversation that we will get to have later. Or maybe today. I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. Should we get to the next one? Yes, ma'am. To the next case? Yes, ma'am. This I'm is one it. of my favorite ones. Really? Yes. Because, um, I mean, sometimes there's an episode that just kind of, like, touches your heart. You know, down in the cockles of your heart, you feel the touch. The cockles at your cockles? The cockles of my cockles felt touched. <laughs> um, <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, you keep going. I'm going to Google I'm, that. I have to know. I'm going to talk to my therapist about that one. Now, show me on the <laughs> doll where your cockles were touched. Um, <laughs> gross. Oh, God. Oh, a cockle is an edible marine bivalve mollusk. Yes. Although They're like little clam many, kind of things. Yeah, although yeah. many small edible bivalves are loosely called cockles, mm -hmm. true cockles are species in the family Cardiidae. Mm -hmm. True cockles live in sandy, sheltered beaches throughout the world. Mm-hmm. Neat. Yeah. Um, there's some, like, nursery rhyme or something that mentions cockle shells. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Oh, God. Yeah. I think it's a Mistress Mary Quite Contrary, How Does Your Garden Grow? Oh, Something, something, cockle shells. Anyway, 
Um, oh, another is that, is that meaning for cockle is a small, shallow boat. <laughs> oh, that's Apparently. fun. Um, yeah. I went to a beach in North Carolina called Coquina Beach, and coquinas mm. are another little tiny kind of clam. And they're, oh, like, cool. super tiny. And we were reading on the internet about how, like, you can make, like, a clam chowder out of them. But they're so fucking tiny. They're, like, like half an inch wide. Mm. And it's like, you would have to collect, like, a million coquinas to make a pot of clam chowder out of these. But I guess I it's think delicious. The... I That's bet. what I hear. It's very delicious. So, I mean, if someone else is going to do the work, I'll eat it. Just like on that same trip, you know, I ate alligator, and I ate some other kind of like, it's called she-crab soup, and I don't know exactly what that means. I guess it's a female crab. They taste different? I don't fucking know, but it was like the best thing I've ever had in my mouth, so. Nice. At Dirty Dick's Crab House. In, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Was it in, I think... Is Dirty Dicks in Nags Head? I don't know. Somewhere on the Outer Banks, North Carolina. I'll post a whole fucking travel guide on the <laughs> Facebook page because we went, we did so many, like every single day, like from morning until night, we were like doing fun stuff and, you know, adventuring and exploring and getting sunburned and, you know. Well, next we got to go to Portugal. All the way to Portugal. I know. Actually, next I'm going to Greece. But that's... Right. But eventually. That's a different... Go to Portugal. Yeah. Um, Maybe next year. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Um, boop, beep, boop. I think the Buddhist... To, like, go back to the tiny little coquinas and stuff, oh, I yeah. think the, the, the Buddhists would probably say you would have to eat too many lie... That's, it would be too many lives given just to satisfy a human's appetite for that. Yeah, it seems, yeah, something about it isn't right. Right. You know, not just that it would be so much work, but that it mm -hmm. does seem like all of those little coquinas could be put to better use by feeding other things in the food web instead of people. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Yeah. I agree. Okay. Case number two. The cockle-touching case. <laughs> it's not. Oh. oh, yeah. Excuse me. Um, yes, it is. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so this is in the, in the home of a dude named Adam, and he just seems very nice and very earnest. Hmm. And, um... So his claims basically, oh, and this house was built by his grandparents, and uh, and he ended up with it, and his great-grandfather passed away in one of the bedrooms, so it's, you know, like, there's a lot of, like, family history and energy, and they're, like, a big, close family, so that's a little background for, for, for Yin's guys. Um... <laughs> Oh my god, why am I from Pennsylvania all of a sudden? Um, Philadelphia Pay? Philadelphia Pay. Actually, they say yins more like on the Pittsburgh side, but oh. it, it, that's, it does not matter. Oh my god. 
Um, okay, so his claims are like objects moving. He feels like he's being watched. He hears voices, especially the voice of a woman. Um, the door to the basement has slammed. And he just has that feeling a lot of times, you know, like the hair stands up on the back of his neck and, you know, just like that creeped out, creepy feeling that you get sometimes. Yeah, like you're being watched or you're in the presence of, or you're in a space that you don't belong, like you're in somebody else's space. Right, especially um, they said that about the one bedroom that belonged to the great-grandfather who passed away there. That they mm -hmm. just get this feeling like they're intruding, like on someone else's space, which I have definitely felt that. And oh, it's yeah. weird. Um, but you know it when you feel it. Like it's a very specific kind of feeling. Like I shouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. um, right. So, and it's a gut instinct, too. Yeah. Kind of feels yeah. like. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they do their thing. They don't really have a lot going on. They do have Heather, the pagan, the people against goodness and normalcy. Um, with the goddamn dowsing with rods. With her dowsing rods. And, um, <laughs> uh, I've already gone I, off about them on another episode. I don't need to re reprise my, uh, my rant about right, dowsing but, rods. Do you have something right. to say about them? Yeah, like... Uh, yes. Okay. So what I love is that um, they actually had Brian tag along with her mm -hmm. with his EMF detector, mm -hmm. which, you know, just to remind you listeners in case, you know, EMF stands for electromagnetic field. It is theorized or hypothesized rather that ghosts emit this force, electromagnetic frequency in the, or a field and so you're using an EMF detector oftentimes when you do paranormal investigations and so it's it might indicate to you that a ghost is present so he so I think it was I can't remember who it was Grant or or you know I, I mean honestly it doesn't really matter who told him to do that but he told Brian Duchenois mm -hmm. Brian Harnois to follow Heather around with her dowsing rods, which she said, if they cross, that means, oh, we're in a strong presence of a strong spirit or something like yeah. that, right? And so when he ha had him go around and try to validate that by using the EMF detector, it didn't work. And I loved that yeah, she came back they're... and complained to, to Grant and to Jason about that and be like, uh -huh. well, it wasn't, it wasn't working. It was off. Yeah. Or like whatever. It, it only, <laughs> like, it, they only crossed like over the pool table or something. <laughs> yeah. Which I've, I know I've said it before. I'm just going to say it again. There's, there's just no way that she isn't somehow subtly moving them, even if she doesn't know it. Right. Because of the tiny, tiny muscle movements in your hands, mm -hmm. and her thumbs are on them. Right. You know, like, there's just... And I know that they're in these, like, little handles, and they're, like, supposed to be free-moving, and you're supposed to, like, hold them still, and they'll cross when they, 
hit some kind of energy field or whatever the fuck. But she's still holding them in her human hands. And she's not right. still. She's moving all over the house. Also, she has all these tiny little muscles in her hands. And even if yep. she doesn't know she's moving it, she still could be. And there's no way, no one's ever going to prove to me that those are legit. Right. And yeah, like you said, there's the micro movements. Mm-hmm. And, and also, it, um, you know, the other thing is, you know, like how valid are the dowsing rods in the first place? Not because they're originally used to divine water. Yeah. Right. Um, how often, you know, how many times out of 10 is it going to be ac- able to accurately predict that there's water in the ground? Right. And water so, in the ground is something you can actually verify. Right. And, and I honestly don't think that it's valid. I don't think that there is enough evidence supporting that dowsing mm-hmm. rods work for that purpose, which is what they were originally for. Mm-hmm. And then furthermore, if you're going to try to use it in paranormal situations, you know, that's even less validating, you know, mm-hmm. less able to be validated because there's no way to prove, right? you know. And so, you know, if they, since they had the... The EMF, you know, at the same spot where she was with her dowsing rods, you'd think mm-hmm. if it was legit that their the movement of the rods would be backed up by some kind of fluctuation in the EMF, and there just weren't any. Right. Like even when Not- they, even when they did move, there still wasn't anything. So. Um, right. Yeah, that's so much bullshit. Um, I, I agree. I agree. And I mean, even and then, you know, to break it down a third time, we still don't even know for sure if EMF detectors are helpful in validating right. anything paranormal. Going That's on. all that they can do is show where there is an unexplainable fluctuation in the electromagnetic field. Right. That's and all it that mean- they do. They can't tell you what's causing that. So, right. like, you know, lots of things put off EMF. I feel like I'm yelling. Am I yelling? Um, your the volume did go up, yeah, but you, <laughs> but you're not. Okay. I, I wouldn't classify it as yelling. Okay. I would classify it as impassioned okay. speech. Okay. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. What was I saying? Oh, okay. So lots of things put off <laughs> um, electromagnetic field, right? Like any, any electronics, anything that uses electricity, um, even like people can have like a fluctuation of a field, you know, there's so many things that cause it, you know, power lines, um, the pipes in your house, you know, especially metal, like copper pipes in older homes, like all of these things can put off EMF. And, circuit breakers especially oh god yeah circuit breakers and old outlets and like especially older things put out more because they weren't um insulated well as well yeah so like newer things it's not as strong but it still is detectable and so like if you're in a room and 
you know, you go around with your thing and you're like, okay, well, there's a really high reading right now. And then you're like, oh shit, this, you know, lamp is putting off a ton of EMF. Like, that's probably what it's from, you know? Right. And then, but if you're in there and there's like this huge fluctuation and it doesn't attach to any physical thing, then it's just like an unexplained fluctuation. And right, and you that All that that is, that's not like evidence of a haunting. Mm -hmm. It's just an anomaly in the electromagnetic field in that space. And so it could be something used to like substantiate, like if there was this huge spike in the reading and at that same second they got an EVP, you know, those could coincide. But they right. still, there's still no evidence that they're connected because correlation is not causation as we all know. Right. So, um, and we can't always literally jump to the conclusion like um oh god what's that guy from the ancient aliens show oh the god. greek guy yeah yeah it, we can't therefore say because ghosts uh -huh. you know like it's like okay yeah maybe but i think it, i think emf detectors are better at um disproving right right rather that's, than that's proving. what i like about them because it also you know there's a lot of uh research out there that high EMF fields can, EMF fields, that's redundant. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, um, it's okay. It's if like saying ATM, the... the ATM machine. Right. Um, <laughs> so the EMF field, the EMFF, um, <laughs> you know, they can cause like physical things in a person. You know, you yeah. can like nausea, dizziness, um, like weird feelings of dread and paranoia, even hallucinations. Yeah. And so in that sense, it's a really good tool to have, you know, on an investigation because you can be like, oh, well here in this hallway where y'all keep seeing shit, there's this huge thing, this EMF fluctuation being caused by this pipe that runs right underneath the hallway or you know whatever right and so in that sense it's very good but there are some that are just like we don't know why it's there in the middle of the room there's nothing that it's attaching to but that doesn't mean well there was a ghost right there right so exactly. you know let's keep our skepticism at a healthy level please Please. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Please. Please and thank you. Um, Jesus. I love thank how you. we said thank you in unison there. That was <laughs> awesome. We should join, join uh, a choir. We should. That'd be um, rad. Oh, I see. Yes, I bad. said rad. Um, okay. <laughs> so, dousing rods, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Back to the story. I'm done mm -hmm. now with my rant about. We knew it was coming. I mean, I knew rods. it was coming. <laughs> it has to happen at least once, you know. Right. 
Um, and I've had like a really intense week, so we there might be another one here. We just don't know. Sweet. I know. Sweet. <sighs> I'm amped up. Um, <gasps> and I smell so bad. Oh my god. <laughs> um, Your feet don't. Your feet do not smell bad. That's not possible. No, my feet. I don't. I don't know. I haven't smelled my feet, but my armpits are. Anyway. Okay, so. Back to the grandparents' home. Yes. Okay. So blah blah blah. They don't really get a lot of stuff when they're there. Like nothing really happens. You know, they're just doing right. their thing. Um, Grant did seem to believe that, you know, the things that, you know, the owner and his friend or whoever were describing sounds more like residual yeah. haunting. Yeah, he did He did bring that up, that it could be a residual kind of thing, um, which is possible. It's possible. Um, but there weren't really any experiences but i will say that the guy adam and his friend that they talked to they just seemed like believable people right you know um like they were just this is what happened you know not embellishing like the other person so I'm, i like that they put these two investigations together so that we can see like this one person who just like exaggerates all the things and then this one person who's like you know just the facts Mm-hmm. And, um, so they're going through, Steve and Brian are going through all the, all the tapes, all the stuff to find any, you know, evidence or just whatever, and, uh, they don't get anything. Sorry. Can I interrupt you for a second? Yes. This podcast wouldn't be, where's my flashlight, if we didn't hear barking dogs in the background. Oh, you can hear the dogs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. There's always some kind of background noise, you know. Like, I'm surprised Tyler hasn't come in here loud talking at me. Right. Um, or your mom. Well, she's not here. She's, I, at, she's at work. I'm sad. Yeah. You know, I hate it. Um, so, Brian finds a couple EVPs. And, uh, one of them, the first one is, like, there's this weird sound, and they say that it sounds, you know, like an airplane going over, and it totally does. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a jet engine is, like, you know, going over the house. But there wasn't a jet engine, so, like, no one, they couldn't figure out what was causing that sound. But then, like, at the end of that sound, there's, like, this little whisper that's like really echoey and mm -hmm. like you can't make out at least I can't make out anything that it says but neither it, could I but it sounds like a whisper so mm -hmm. there's that. Of some kind yes yeah it's I I kind of heard like a breath and then a whisper of word but I couldn't it was unintelligible yeah yeah but it's you know, either way, whatever it says or doesn't say, it was still a sound that nobody heard at the time. So. Mm-hmm. Valid. So who knows? Um, and then the second one is this kind of, like, a little more 
like a gruffer kind of voice. Not like a scary growl, but like a gruffer, like really like forcing the voice out kind of is what it sounds like to me. Mm -hmm. And, um, it sounded scary to me. Does it? Yeah. Just I mean, because I can, it's like, I can see how it sounds scary. You know, like if that was recorded in my house, I'd be like, dude, what the, <laughs> but I mean, enough things have happened in my house that I'm just like, whatevs, dude, like get the fuck out. <laughs> I don't care. Don't, yeah. don't growl at me, is... dude. Like, <sighs> Um, right. But this Don't one... Don't at me, bro. Yeah, seriously. Um, uh, Sorry, oh, I keep interrupting you. It's fine. I interrupted you. We interrupt each other all the time. It's how we yeah, do. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. We just have so much to say. Um, <laughs> but the the EVP also has a lot to say. And what it sounds like it says is, I miss Adam. Mm -hmm. And it, like, I don't think that it sounds scary, because to me it just sounds like it's f forcing the, the words out. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's, like all of the energy and everything is just going to getting these words out, so it's, you know. I mean, like, there's that one that I think we've already heard where it's just like a scary like growling sound like that is scary <laughs> <laughs> you know I wouldn't I wouldn't like that at my house um you know but I mean just the fact that it like seems to be saying his name is that your cat food yeah nice yep Okay, well, we got On dogs barking over here. We have cat food feeder over there. Yeah, fine. There's so many noises and sounds. We can't block them all out. We're not like in a fucking studio or something. Right. Um. Anyway. But maybe someday a storage unit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll live there. Um. <laughs> What was I talking about? Sorry, the I Miss Adam EVP. Oh, yeah, but it, I mean, it really does sound like it says Adam, which is the guy's name. The grandson right. of the people who built the house and lived there for like 60 years, you know. Like, mm -hmm. it really does sound like that. So that, you know, and it does sound, like, it's not as clear, but it does sound like I Miss Adam. Which, I mean, that is a nice thing, you know? Right. But, again, there's no way to verify that that voice is from his grandfather or any other relative. There's just no way to verify that that is the case. But it still is a nice sentiment, you know? And, like, nothing at the house ever happened that was, like, that was really that scary or felt bad malicious. or uncomfortable, malicious, you know, it was just yeah. like spooky, weird, you know. Um, so I think that that, I hope that that EVP kind of gave him a little more, like, comfort. Right. You know, like, whatever is here doesn't seem mean. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. Maybe trying to get your attention or just mess with you, but not to hurt you or scare you. Mm -hmm. You know, because even if you say, I miss Adam, but the voice sounds kind of scary. I mean, that's, you know, like to me, a lot of people, when they speak German, they sound scary. But they could be <laughs> saying something really nice, you know. <laughs> and that's, mm -hmm. that's a thing. You know, not that German right. people are scary, but the language can sound really, like, gruff and, um, you know, it's very th aggressive. throaty and aggressive. Mm -hmm. And I love it. Um, <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, I was freaked out by it because, yes, the words themselves are sweet, but the way they were said weirds me out. It, it sounded like it's saying, I miss... Adam. I know. <laughs> it's like it's like sounds Adam. like the fucking grudge. Yeah, yeah, it it sounds like that bitch from the grudge. Like mm. only a male voice and mm -hmm. rather than her, you know, it's like oh <laughs> it's like no. I don't want to hear bones popping out of place and no. sockets and things with no. that. Mm mm. Oh, speaking of horror movies, I just watched Doctor Sleep uh -huh. for the first time, and I had no idea it existed because with a title like that, I never would have put this together. But it's actually a sequel to The Shining. Oh and yeah, I was like, Ewan why is McGregor. that familiar? Yeah, hmm. and Ewan McGregor plays Danny, all grown up, and he does a damn good job. Oh, and uh, I was pleasantly surprised uh how it all kind of came together and i felt like they found some actors that looked very similar mm -hmm. to the original actors that played the roles in the shining and acted very well you know like mm -hmm. like the original actors as well like the lady they picked to play shelly duvall's character mm -hmm. i don't know what her that actress's name is but she almost had it down to a T exactly how Shelley Duvall acts like the wow. mimicry was on point. Mm, I'll put that on my list of things to watch that I may never actually watch. Doctor sleep. <sighs> I felt like there was something that I wanted to tell you about, about watching or reading or something. But that may not be true. I don't know. There's just, there's a lot going on in my brain okay. lately. I it's don't okay. remember all the things. Um, oh, I, I did like that show during our sleepover, the uh, the Ghost Brothers. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I like that show. I like them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they they're just having fun. Yeah. And you can tell. And I love yeah. it. And, you know, they're not doing the same thing that, like, Taps does. You mm -hmm. know, they're just going out seeing what they can find. Right. Which is fun and scary. And that's, you know, that's part of the whole field. Um, right. And they're hilarious boot oh my and god they're so funny and cute and just like just lovable 
Lovable. Ghost Brothers ghosting out. I know. <laughs> I can't oh God. Even know that he does. No one he, can. Like, so off. good. It's hilarious. Um. So if you're listening, you should watch Ghost Brothers, which we watched on Discovery Plus. Is that yeah. Where we watched it. Yeah. Yeah, and they might have. I think they have a few episodes up on YouTube as well yeah. to like give you a taste of it, and if you're like wanting to take the take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. You know, because I I think it's great. And I love that they start out in the barber shop. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of following the model of Ghost Hunters a little bit. Because Mm -hmm. it seems like Ghost Hunters, they always start out with their place of work. Mm -hmm. Which is Roto-Rooter. So it's like, you know, it's almost like a nod or an homage to the original, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, we're just regular dudes living our regular life. Working Mm -hmm. at a job, doing stuff. And then at night, we hunt ghosts. Hell yeah. Which is pretty cute. So that was a good show. Um, And Conjuring Kesha turned out to be freakier than I thought it was going to be. I told you. Yeah. Like, I was not expecting it. Like, at first, I was having a little hard time with it because of the way they act and the way they look. Because they're so Hollywood. Yeah. They're, like, so fake, you know? Yeah. All the slap on their faces and the plastic surgery or fillers or what Botox, whatever, that kind of stuff. I'm not here to judge, but it was just, like, it was distracting Mm-hmm. Because, unfortunately, I'm the type of person that notices little details about people. Mm-hmm. And I prefer people just be themselves. And so, but I understand why, like, people may, because they they have to compete in Hollywood with a bunch of other really gorgeous, intelligent, funny, amazing people or something. And so you've got to kind of, like, put on this facade to present to the world. But... For me, that's so hard to watch because I'm like, fakes, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like, mm. but like, you know, really what, who, what right do I have, do I have to judge when, if you think about it, you know, that's just the culture that they're in. Well, right. And I mean, it's not really different from you know, like, getting tattoos and piercings and, like, having crazy hair, you know, it's all just different types of body modification, and I feel, like, I hear what you're saying, but I feel like part of a lot of people being themselves is, you know... How they present to the world. Is doing, you know, getting Botox or getting, you know, whatever... They want to do, um, you know, like if a, if a person doesn't feel comfortable in their body, then if they want to change their body, then hey, fucking go for it. Yeah. And I may do that someday. I don't know. I'm not against it. Where, where I'm at with it is just, you know, hey, it's your hot body. You do what you want. You do what you want. Right, and it's, um, I think, the part about it where I am biased is just, like, with that type of a facade, I I have this bias or this kind of chip on my shoulder, I guess, that 
you know, people from Hollywood are incapable of being comfortable with themselves, with mm-hmm. what they're up against. And so it's like they are like have to if they want to survive in that culture. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, uh, I don't know. Well, it's I mean, a, my... lot of, a lot of people who aren't, you know, in the Hollywood world get body modification done. True. You know, and a lot of people put on different types of facades to face the world. You know, someone might, like, have a mohawk and a bunch of piercings and those weird, like, implants under their skin to have, like, a ridge like a fucking lizard. (laughs) Right. You know? And to me, that's not any different than people getting, like, breast implants and, like, all the facial stuff done Mm -hmm. you know and I don't I think that it's wrong to just just like with the what Grant said about you know we can't like guess at what their intentions are you know like like because there are people who are like I am comfortable with my body but maybe I want to make it a little better right you know and that can be done in a lot of ways. That can be done by, like, losing weight or gaining weight or gaining muscle or getting new boobs or getting a different nose or getting Botox or dyeing your hair or, you know. Whatever. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that they don't like themselves necessarily. It just... Right. Because, you know, like, I dye my hair and sometimes so do I. I just want a different hair color. You right. Know? Not because I don't like yeah. my actual hair. Right. And and you do have a you have a val- very valid point, you know, and I do I do agree with it. But I feel torn by this other part of me that is like, I don't think that that is a culture I would ever want to be in because it would force me to feel even worse about myself, I think, than I already do. You know, it like. Ew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not for me. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be a part of that sure. culture. That's valid. You don't mm-hmm. have to be. No. It's true. You don't have to do anything you don't want to be. So. You know, and I'm still going to watch your fucking show. You know, I'm just saying that it's like, that was, that was hard for me to get past at first. I was uh-huh. like, I can't listen to anything or trust anything that you're saying because like, I, who mm. are you? Maybe you that know? says more about you than about them, though. Ouch. Not in a bad way. <laughs> Not like you're bad, but just maybe that is... Because I know a lot of people who, like, feel that same way that you do. Uh-huh. And so it makes sense what you're saying. Like, there is, like, this big movement to you know, be against, like, plastic surgery and against, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like, all those kinds of things, you know, like, hair extensions and, like, why don't you just have your own hair? Or, like, fake eyelashes, like, just have your own eyelashes or whatever, but, I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot, and I think that part of that is like that kind of 
you know, whatever wave of feminism came, like, in the 90s. Mm-hmm. You know, like, when we were teenagers. So I think that it had, like, a big impact on people, like, in our generation that, like, you know, the better way is natural. Right. And, you know, if you aren't just content with your own natural body, there's something wrong with you. Like, you're just vapid and shallow, mm-hmm. which isn't always the case, you know? And, right. And I... And, like I said, like, there's no difference between, like, getting, you know, lip implants and, you know, like, getting any other kind of, like, body modification. Mm -hmm. It's all body modification. It's all altering whatever your natural body is. Right. Yeah. I do get what you're saying, and you do have a valid point. And you very well could be right. It could say more about me than about them. Not that you're bad Um, or wrong. I didn't mean it like that. (laughs) Yeah, no, it it was like... (laughs) But just sometimes we need to, like, take a step back and kind of look at our biases. Well, and that's why I presented it as bias. Um, Yes, exactly. And I said, I think that that is my bias or the chip on my shoulder is that I don't like, I sometimes don't like the today's standards of beauty, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you the pressures. you have to. Right. And the pressures that go along with it, you know, of Absolutely. like, you need, you need to be thin and tall and this and that, you know. I'm and, not any of those things. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Right. Same. But but I do know what you mean. Like, sometimes it is hard to hear what a person says if you can't, like, get past what they look like or how they present themselves. Mm -hmm. Because it can not only be distracting, but also, like you were saying, like, I don't know if I can trust you. And, like, that's a very valid thing to bring up is, you know, and, like, I'm taking a communication class right now. (laughs) Um, Oh, it's paying off. Good job. Oh, yay. Um, (laughs) Thanks. I never knew how to communicate before. Um, But, I mean, it's just, like, on my mind a lot more because I've been reading a textbook about it, you know? So, Mm -hmm. just about, like, nonverbal communication. Like, how do you present yourself to the world? Like, do you present Mm -hmm. yourself in a way that is, like, open and welcoming? Or Mm -hmm. are you like, closed off or intimidating or, you know, just off, Mm -hmm. you know, and everybody interprets everybody else in a different way, Mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes you see a person and you're like, oh, I just don't feel comfortable with that person, I don't trust them, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be around them, and they've never said or done anything to you, it's just how they look and a vibe they give off. Right. And it could be totally right. That person could be like a serial killer. (laughs) But they also could be someone really fucking cool that five minutes later you're like, I don't know what I was thinking. I'm glad I actually talked to you. And then everything in between, you know, like those are like the ends of the spectrum, I guess. Like they could be super Uh awesome or murder you or both. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Yeah, like uh, Ted Bundy. Yeah, like... I'm so charming, I'm going to murder you. 
Um, mm -hmm. Please help me with my boat that doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Don't get me, <laughs> don't get me started on Ted Bundy. Um, <laughs> but the... But anyway, there is a lot yeah. to be said for that gut reaction to a person's appearance. A first impression. And yeah. yeah, a first impression. And, you know, what you were saying uh, before this turned into a thing about feminism. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, it always does, doesn't it? Um, mm -hmm. Is that at first, I'm going to, I'm going to, tell you what I heard you say, okay? okay, as an exercise. At first, you were, like, you couldn't get past their looks and how they presented mm -hmm. themselves as very, you know, whatever. Um, but then as you watched it more and you got, like, further into the show, you actually liked it. Yes. Yes, and so you were able, because you weren't like, oh, God, turn this off. This is garbage, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I just knew that I was uncomfortable, and I was, like, sorting through in my mind while we were watching it why, and, like, trying to figure out why. I'm like, yes. why am I so uncomfortable with this? Yes. Um, you know, and, and that, so, yeah. That, that's valid, yeah. Right. And, uh Yeah. And so it's good that that you were able to like recognize that you were uncomfortable, you know, acknowledge your biases mm -hmm. and still give it a chance. Right. So that's Thanks. that's good. God I have a lot of things to say. That's fine. That's I didn't good. mean to jump on you about it. I hope it didn't yeah. feel like that. It, you know, a little bit, but okay, I think we sorted through it. Yeah, oh, I'm okay. sorry. I didn't, I didn't want to, I wasn't attacking you. I just. I know. These are things I've been thinking a lot about lately, actually. So mm -hmm. it's like present on my mind. and Right. And it's, it's okay for us to disagree <sighs> and it's okay for us to talk it out. Cause are I we think fighting? Are we in a fight <laughs> now? Yeah, no. we're gonna have to break Never. some cool cues. No, no, uh, <laughs> um, no. It's it's absolutely. I think it it's a cornerstone of healthy relationships, and that's why sure our relationship is. has lasted that long. Fuck yeah. Uh huh. Um. Anyway, was there anything else about conjuring Kesha that you wanted to mention? Mm. Mm. Nope. I think I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I didn't really know what to expect when I started watching it. Because, um, I mean, these things can go either way. <laughs> you know? It's true. Like, you know, hey, I'm this, like, random celebrity and now I have a paranormal show. Like, that could be really terrible and I'm sure there have been really terrible ones. Mm-hmm. Um... So, I mean, we've only seen two episodes of it. Right. So it's it's growing on me, you know. Right. Um, yeah, we'll watch some more. We we have 
We have more slumber parties in us, oh, I believe. God, we sure do. Speaking of slumber parties, so I wanted to share with our dear listeners one of, uh, well, one of my personal paranormal experiences at your house. Oh, okay. And it's not you putting a pillow in your shirt and putting a blanket over yourself and chasing me? <laughs> with the stanky leg? No. Mm-hmm. And cackling? Um, and yeah. Uh, for I some scream. reason, when I was a child, I was... What, what's that? While I screamed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. For some reason, when I was a kid, I was obsessed with uh, Dr. Frankenstein's assistant, mm-hmm. Igor. I don't know why, but I was in love with him. And I decided I wanted to grow up and I wanted to be him. Well, you did a really good job. Thanks. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, um, anywho, so, yeah, no, this, this isn't about my Igor, uh, alter ego. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it, and it isn't about my pet oh, hairball God, no. I found on your brother's sock. No. <laughs> that I terrified him with. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. Grown-ass man. He was, like, fully, I think he was, like, I don't know. He much was, older than me. Uh, he was like 17. Yeah. 16, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, anywho, yeah, that I didn't expect, but I was I was pleasantly surprised. Oh, I think we all were. <laughs> Except <laughs> yeah. maybe him. I don't think he was pleasantly yeah. surprised. He was terrified. Yeah. He was literally kicking and screaming. Yes. Um. Can you blame him? <laughs> no. No. Um, oh, God. So, yeah, I was weird. I was a very weird child. Um. Anywho, so... So, yeah, this was actually in my early 20s. And, of course, you know, note that this is, you know, long after I brought over that spirit board to your house. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it wasn't that long after your stepdad died. Um. Yeah, and I can't remember how old we were when that happened. Well, that was but... 2006. Okay, so this must have been after that. So I might, I must have been in my mid-20s-ish when mm-hmm. this happened. Um, so um, I slept on your couch because at that time we didn't have the fabulous little bonus room all decked out. Mm-hmm. With uh, my one of my favorite shows, Supernatural Blanket, yes, on the bed, yeah, I, I affectionately refer to it as Pooper or Aww, Poopernatural. Poopernatural. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, I used to watch. I used to binge watch that with my old roommate, and I would we would both look at each other and be like, "You want to watch some Pooper?" <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite show. Of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. Anyways, so, yeah, I was in my mid-20s. I was staying the night at your house. We probably were watching Ghost Hunters like we always do. Mm-hmm. And then got sleepy. And then you left and I fell asleep on the couch in the living room. 
And I just remember um, waking up out of a dead sleep feeling complete dread and fear. Mm -hmm. And I felt it in my gut, like my whole body. And so I, and I, I, I had no idea what woke me up. I just knew something was wrong. Yeah. Ab- something was absolutely wrong. And I opened my eyes and I looked up and there was a creepy leering man hunched over me, like nope. looking down at me. No. Nope. Yeah. And he was see-through, mm-hmm. but I could definitely see enough that, you know, it, it, the smile, the color of the Ooh. smile, I think was just what bothered me because it was like this being for some reason chose a different color for the grin that it stood out and was extremely sinister looking and wide, Ooh. a wide, wide grin mm-hmm. and red eyes. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and needless to say, I was absolutely terrified. Um, and I think he just, I mean, I can't remember, like maybe I blacked out or something because I don't, I don't remember what I did between seeing him. Like maybe he must have disappeared or dissipated or something or, or evaporated, whatever you want to call it. Um, And, you know, I got my things and I took off like a bat out of hell. I was not sleeping at your place that night. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, not, nope, not at all. That was, uh, that was terrifying. Yeah. And, um, I think that was around the same time that I kind of figured it out because I had another experience, which I will get into in another episode because, I mean... We've already been at this for a good two hours or so, mm-hmm. but, um, Almost, yeah. but yeah, I had two experiences and I think that was around the time that I figured out that I was like, oh my God, this is my fault. I did this when I brought that spirit board over when I was 12 years old and then I cried mm-hmm. and I felt extremely guilty because I, I realized I had caused harm to my second family basically. I don't know that it caused harm. Thank you for saying Mm -hmm. that, but I don't, I mean, I definitely saw that thing, Mm -hmm. um, quite a few times. Um, that was the thing that would like stand at the end of the hallway. Yes. And, uh, like, just, like, right there, like, right where you could see him just kind the of edge. lurking right at the edge, yeah. Um, right between the light and the shadow, and, yeah. And, you know, like, you'd look, and he wouldn't, like, go away when you looked, you know? Like, he would stay there so you could get a good look at him, and then he would leave. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me just scare the shit out of you. All the way, and then I'll take right. it. Right. Okay. Bye. Because um, it probably fed off of fear. It's possible, and um, yeah, that was uh, like I know that Tyler saw it 
at least once. I saw it quite a few times. Um, you saw it, but I don't think anyone else did. Yeah, I saw it twice, but I'm gonna. I'll tell the next. Yeah. Story another time. Yeah, and I would like. Like I'd be in my bedroom with the door closed, and you know that feeling. Like you just know that someone is outside of your door, and they're gonna knock. Yeah. And you get that. Yeah. And it's not necessarily like a bad feeling. It's like you just know someone's there. Right. Like I would get that feeling all the time, like someone's about to come in my room. But I knew that mm -hmm. no one was there. Mm -hmm. um, and I figured it was the same thing because, you know, he kind of hung out in the hallway a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was... Uh, yeah, and he, he went away. He hasn't mm -hmm. been around for a long time, so... Right. Know, no harm done. Um, yeah. Just a little bit of terror on occasion, but, it, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, it it's just good added you. to, you know, yeah, it's good. character you need, building. Yeah, you need to be scared to death a few times in your life, I think. Um, right, yeah. You know, Buy question your sanity. Your like, did I see, <laughs> did I really see what I just thought? That I, is there really somebody standing in the hallway staring at me, or am I completely fucking insane? Right. Um, and I mean, who knows? The jury's out, but... Um, mm -hmm. The jury is not out on the monkey man. Oh. So. Yeah, we're not ready for that. No, not yet. That's Nobody's ready for the monkey man. I know, I'm like building it up and then I'm going to tell it and people are going to be like, that's stupid. <laughs> yes. And, I mean, maybe well, it is stupid. I don't know. Jeez, it wasn't stupid I at the time. I certainly didn't think it was stupid. That's why I keep, I've asked you a gajillion times to repeat the story to me. Well, and it's for some reason I can never remember it as you tell it. And it's like my brain just blocks it yeah, out. It does not want to <laughs> recognize. You know, it's like, it's like it. when people see dead bodies and they think mm -hmm. it's a mannequin and they can't convince their brain that it isn't a mannequin. It's like right. your brain doesn't want to compute the truth of what is happening. Yeah. So that's the same thing with the monkey man. Oh, I'm sure. But he was no mannequin, I'll tell you. No! He was not a monkey mannequin. He was a monkey man. Right. <sighs> I feel like there was something else I wanted to tell you about. That, for some reason, reminds me of this awesome movie called Men Who Stare at Goats. Mm -hmm. And in it, um, it talks about a very real um, program of psychic development in the government back in the 60s and 70s. Because they basically just heard that the Russians were doing it. And so they started doing it. So they started doing like remote viewing and all this kind of other stuff. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, one of the guys that the um, journalist interviews says, turns out Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster, is just ghost of a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, what if that's what it is? And that's why it's infrequent and why you can't find it. It's like a mm. residual haunt from a dinosaur from ages ago. 
I know. Why aren't there more ghost animals? Uh, they're actually, well, they're less common, I think, from what I hear. I mean, I've heard about them, you know. Right. But I'm but just, you know, and, and maybe it's because we're humans and so we are more sensitive to things that are more like us. Mm. Then, you know, like if there was like a a ghost dog running around, we may not notice it as much as like a dog would. Mm, I don't know. Right. That's that's a whole conversation for another day, I guess, but I agree. You just don't hear about them as much, I guess. So I you know, uh-huh. the, the ghost Nessie I mean, shit, I don't know. It could be. <laughs> Bigfoot could be a ghost. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about the monkey man. I was like, it turns out that the monkey man is just the ghost of a Sasquatch. Yeah, what if he, and he just like <laughs> found clothes? Okay, that's enough. That, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. God. <sighs> Trauma, people. Uh, oh, Jesus, Louisa's. Or as the Irish say, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. <laughs> it's like one of my favorites. If they were Latino, they would say, Jesus, Maria, y Cristo, or Jesus, or something, or I don't know. Jose? Jose, yeah. Jesus, Maria, Jose. Yeah, that's what I was is that, is that what the Latinos or well, supposedly the Latin X community would would come up with? I don't know, but these are thoughts that cannot be verified. These, at these the are all excellent discussion questions <laughs> <laughs> for another time, <laughs> listeners. If you have any thoughts about uh, any of these topics that we've brought up, or or anything else. Because obviously we're going to talk about anything that comes into our minds because right. we're right. crazy. That's what we do. Um, yeah. God, there it. was something I wanted to bring up and I don't remember, but I guess if I remember, I'll write it down so I can talk about it next time. It sounds good. And by the way, listeners, uh, I found out through one of my Latino friends that Latinx, the term Latinx has, was, um, actually made up by two white women mm-hmm. who like apparently didn't like the idea of get assigning a gender to a people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, for them, it solved the gender problem of why Latinos are referred to as Latinos as a people rather than latinas or whatever and it's like no you don't get to decide that for them what they're labeled they get to decide what they prefer to be called and my latino friend said just call us latinos yeah you know so i was like i did not know that thank you for educating me about that yeah i read about that in a class Oh my god, was it social justice and ecosystems? Yes, it actually was. Um, There was like this huge study done on what people prefer to be called. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
and it was like the the Pew Research Group, like one of those big ones, you know, like oh, legit. Yeah. You know, it wasn't yeah. just some dude on the street. It was like a legit uh, survey, mm-hmm. and like the majority uh, preferred Hispanic, mm-hmm. and then right under that was Latino or Latina. Mm-hmm. Right, and th- those were equal, like tied for number two. Number one was Hispanic, um, and a lot of the people that they talked to had never heard of Latin, Latinx, Latinx, Lat- had never heard of it or uh, had heard of it and didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Like very right. few people that they spoke to actually used it. Um, right. But again, I don't want to speak for other people. I'm just I'm just reporting what I read about in a study. Um, yep. If people... Yep. I'll call people what they want to be called. Right. Just tell me. Yeah. And I'll do it. Um, mm-hmm. And that's how it is. That's how you do that's it. That's how it should be. Let people label themselves. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. So... Um, I guess every everybody listening out there, we probably should wrap this up. Yep. We're at an hour and 57 minutes on this recording. One of our longest. I know. We're out of control. I'm out of control. I keep going off on crazy rants. She's um, a maniac. Maniac. Um, I love it. It's true. Um, I... Uh, oh, you should email us if you have anything oh. to say about what we said. Um, or if you have a story that you want to tell that is about ghosts or paranormal anything or UFOs or cryptids or mm-hmm. something real cool. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it could be an embarrassing story. I don't mind. It could be embarrassing. I mean, we are we talked about poop on this episode. We talked about body modification. We talked about mm-hmm. all sorts of fun, cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, I mean, anything anything goes. Um, our email is hofi, H-O-P-H-I-E, 70362, at gmail.com. Um... We also have a Facebook page. Look us up. Where's my flashlight? A ghost hunters podcast. And um, yeah, that do those things. Yeah, and we should be on iTunes, and we should be on. We're on all the things uh, now. All the platforms. Yeah. Pretty much every platform that I know about, where people listen to podcasts, we should be on those. Yes. Because I did, I sat down, I did all the fucking things to get us on all the fucking platforms. And, I mean, it it wasn't, it really wasn't that hard. It was like, make a password and a login, and then push a button, and then they email you and say, you made it, and then that's, then you're on. Then you're done. That's it. So we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, we're on Amazon, we're on... Whatever, I don't know. Some other ones I've never heard of. So, mm-hmm. all that we're missing is a YouTube channel, which, um, we'll do eventually. We're gonna I do it. I have yeah, green I lights think, and everything. 
I think we should do it with a, a video um, of us doing our first paranormal investigation together. Oh, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Or we could just, like, go off into the woods and take my camcorder and put it on night vision and remake the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I suppose we could. I could do did a 10-minute version like I did a, I did that 10-minute version of Gleaming the Cube. I could do <laughs> a 10-minute remake of Blair Witch Project. Right. Just go stand in the corner of a, of a stony house. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do that let's plan that okay okay anyway thank you for listening everybody sorry this went on so long we just have so much to say and we have more to say so we I'm, will have another episode soon of, i'm sorry for existing i'm so sorry that i have thoughts and feelings no and opinions and i have to say them loudly into the microphone right <laughs> like how do i still <laughs> yeah. feel like i'm yelling impassioned speech heather (gasps) loud talking (laughs) all right so tune in next time for more loud talking about opinions we love you we love we're gonna miss you we are we're gonna love you we're gonna miss you (laughs) okay bye bye